Hi, James here, and welcome to the Get Fit Light podcast. Light, because this is a curated version of a much longer podcast. Scroll down through the description, you can get to the longer podcast. But here we have five shorter segments to make your day. Okay, thinking about what's going on. Maybe make you change your routine. Kev Fitzsimmons joins me, and we kick off that conversation right now. Welcome to Get Fit Light with Kev Fitzsimmons. More reason to have a trainer. 100%. I mean, sure, like you can do all these on your own. Mm-hmm. You, you can go get men's health and men's yeah. fitness and go online. There's any number of... And these magazines as well, oh, man, by the way. Tons. Them men's health and men's fitness. <laughs> It's not, it's selling fads and the wrong thing, information. Yeah. They, they, they're ill-informed and yeah. that's another one. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, they're, they're, I think their their hearts are in the right place and they're thinking in the right place, mm-hmm. but it's applying it. And there's a whole big difference when you're you're talking, yeah, I'm going to start doing this. Like you said, just, just positioning of things yeah. and just having someone watch you and yeah. say, hey, you know what? We're going to dial that back a little bit. Yeah. I can see you struggling. I can see the position changing. And it, it just makes a lot of well, sense. How many people go in the gym oh. and do the same workout yeah. every day and every week? Oh, I do this way. I bet you, like most people I speak to, I could go, well, what's your workout in the gym? Or they'll tell me yeah. when I used to work in the gym, they'll tell me, oh, I do this, I do this, I do that. But they'll do that three times a week, every week, yeah. like all through the through the year. <laughs> and it's like, but you need to, you need to, uh, your body adapts to every stimulus placed on it. So you need to progressively go heavier. You need to change this, the the, the exercises. Yeah. You need to change the volume, increase the weight. You know all these number of things, and these are, that's where the 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 um, the personal trainer or the coach comes into play, yeah. and that's where yeah. they think is outside the box of things and. Often a case I'll like give someone a program of six weeks and I'll go through the session. They'll go away, do the program, and then come back and see me in six weeks and then I'll reset and All right. You know, and well, then that's, that's a good a, way to do yeah. it. I never even think about doing you things know, rather that rather than rather than having to see someone where it's yeah. three times a week where it is costly for some people. Yeah, um, that's another way of, of people will, will will do things as well. Oh, that's a really interesting you one. Know. So push-ups, step-ups, door frames, squats, dips, burpees. burpees. Now we could do pull-ups again. Pull-ups. This oh, is man. if you have a pull-up bar of or of some sort of bar to pull up on, or anything in the home. It's I am diff- useless at pull-ups. It's I mean, a difficult really... one to do, but it, yeah. if you can use like um, there's resistance, like in the garden, I've yeah. got resistance bands where you can hook on stuff. Uh-huh. And pull yourself up from and just link in and put your knee in and put okay. your foot in and it, it works as a yeah. um the resistance bands really change things. Oh, they, I mean, they've only come into play as well the last few years, but they they'll be here for a long time. They're brilliant. There's a lot of like um, they get used because the the assist the muscles when you're doing movements as well. Not only yeah. do these support and, and give you assistance in exercises, but also there's benefits where you'll see people doing like deadlifts and lifting up and like the synergistic muscles, which are this support yeah. muscles are engaged a little bit more. So there's added benefits to them exercises as yeah. well. So there's there's a number of good things that have come from these resistance yeah. bands they'll be here to stay 100 yeah, percent nice. um so we got burpees we got rows pu- well pull-ups oh, pull-ups pull, yeah. sorry it was pull-ups pull pull-ups yeah. yeah and then the last one you could say for the a5 exercise could be mountain climbers oh it does so again what are describe mountain climbers mountain climbers plank position yep knees 
uh, drive up to the elbows. Uh-huh. Keep the body straight. Don't let the hips rise. Don't let the hips oh, sag. So we see that's where I always go. I'm always the in about the end up, yeah, in a yeah, folding I, point like that. Yeah, I'm the mountain. So keep, yes, keep, <laughs> keep it straight. Knees up to elbows. Keep a straight line through the body. Um, progression, go faster. Uh-huh. It can be made harder where we can go into a squat thrust. So the intensity, the squat yeah. thrust is jumping in with the knees to the elbows and back right. out. Yikes. You know, the regression, hold the plank, little burst of knees, regress, hold it. Ten five seconds. Then you go into a burst of knees to high, knees to chest, yeah. knees to elbows, regress. There's eight, eight exercises there, so that could be done again, thirty seconds on, one minute off, or thirty to forty five seconds. It just depends on the individual. Um, it's about trying to get the heart rate up and then letting it recover and come down. So if you you know if it's a beginner, you might say, all right, thirty twenty thirty seconds on, we're gonna have forty five seconds to a minute recovery. If they're a bit more advanced, we go 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Okay, a normal squat is easy for you. Let's do a squat jump. Okay, the BAP, we can progress and do a tuck jump at the top. Um, and then there's a number of exercises there that could be changed from mountain climbers to squat thrusts. Press-up could be a plyometric press-up. Um, oh. Step-ups could be a bit of a jump at the top. Okay. You know, to get the heart rate yeah, up yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, again, let the heart rate spike down. And then if you're looking to make this more of a... Uh, cardio type workout the cardio type the difference is instead of a hit session the heart rate stays quite high for a prolonged period right so what you don't want to do is have 30 on 30 off and heart rate stays high the whole time because then that's not hit training so you know gotcha. so you've got to let the heart rate come down because if yeah. you keep it prolonged it's then more aerobic and it's a different energy yeah. system and it's different um, it's not HIIT training it's not high intensity interval training intervals on intervals off intervals on intervals off and that's why the consideration for the recovery time comes in line with the individual. Right, gotcha. From there. I like, I just like the, the idea of variety. So you don't get bored. Mm-hmm. So even something like this, like you said, and I love the, the suggestion never even occurred to me. It's like, okay, I, working out, you know, getting together with a trainer every week, three times a week, that might be a little bit of a push, but I can figure out once a week or mm-hmm. once, you know, maybe we, we set up a program, get it all going, then I'll meet you next month. Yeah. And well, let's see where we're at, or yeah. I'll meet you in three weeks. Yeah, so and check in with them. Yeah, what an, what a great way to do it. Mm. Never even thought of that. <laughs> I wonder how many other people are, are thinking, oh, yeah. I'm committing to a trainer, and maybe this trainer that wants would be willing to work in a different way, simply because you know I think time is what gets into a lot of people. And then sometimes people would go on their own because they've been yeah. educated enough to know where the, what their yeah. ways of progressing training on their own. So that's another another yeah. thing, you know. So. I, I love I love the checkup, and so I that that whole thing where someone's watching you do your your push-ups and going, ah, okay you you know hold on yeah, they're, they're watching because you, you, you don't see it yeah. you, don't, you and you don't feel it and then you you get into a, a rut doing it the wrong way and you're not feeling you're one. reinforcing bad yeah. movement patterns yeah. then aren't you and that's that that's another yeah another um, good thing about someone being there on hand and exactly. and also with the the, the Whip in hand as well. Yeah, so you get that low <laughs> You know, so it is about being accountable and having someone there for some people and yeah. having the motivation. And uh, it is harder to go away and have the program, but for people who um, can't commit to that or they, the cost is of too much to them or whatever yeah. it may be, then it's an, yeah. an, a feasible way for some. And at the end of the day, just get started. And I think you it know, is having just, a goal and yeah. just saying, hey, this, it, you know, looking at this thing, I can do this. That's another thing that you've made me think there is. 
you can do this three times a week, but it, that doesn't mean that you've covered all your bases of exercise for the week. That you know mm. this, um, I believe it's like they recommend like 75 minutes of okay. moderate to vigorous activity a week. Um, I know it. <clears throat> so it, what that means is if you did three hit sessions, that's 60 minutes. Okay. So it's about not just thinking, oh well, if that's this is everything. Yeah. You know, it's trying to. Um, can we be a bit more active with moving, with walking, and uh, yeah. it also, you know, just it's move more, together. move more, yeah, to yeah, get it all linked together. This will benefit you massively. The, uh, I, I'm a massive advocate of it, and don't put don't don't just put your all all your eggs into that one basket and think I only need to do them three sessions a week. You need to be more um, more aware that you need to move a little bit more through the week and and day to day, and 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 just think in terms of calorie consumption that you. If if I know that I'm going out in the evening for a dinner that is probably going to be higher calorie, uh-huh. higher calories than what I would normally eat, then just cut back elsewhere <laughs> in the day. Okay, that, that, that's simple. It. Yeah, okay. I, I, you don't need to actually diet and be like I cannot eat this and I cannot have this. Yeah. It's just be like, okay, well I've had this now and I know that's high in calories. Yeah, yeah. so I'm just going to eat less in ta- at dinner. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. And as more calories you expend in in comparison to what you consume, you will lose weight. There the we more go. you consume, there we go. You know, less, and, and the less you move, the more weight you'll gain. And, and you know what? It's a simple one. This is this is the crazy one. So many people around this time, you're like, oh man, I gotta lose weight, this and that. And it's like, yeah, how much are you drinking? Mm. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking fizzy drinks. I'm talking, you know, fortified, you know, alcohol. Yeah. How much are you drinking? Yes, it's and, all it. it and, and people put things down to, oh, I've put weight on because of, I've ate this. Yeah. I've, 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 it, it's the red meat. Yeah, it's the red it's meat. It's the red meat. It's yeah. this. But what about like the bread that comes with it? Yeah, and the, yeah. don't eat the bread. Uh, yeah, and the, uh, you know, the. Don't have the second glass. The, the fries that the come fr- with it. And everything else. It's the. Sometimes it's hidden calories that yeah. people don't realize yeah. and not aware to. And if they broke it back and looked at it, they go, gosh, wow. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm consuming quite a lot there without yeah. even realizing. <laughs> exactly. You know, so. Um, Think about things. Be be more conscious of decisions and calorie consumption. Try and move a little bit more. Try and you know be encouraged to work with a trainer, a coach, and try and um, just you know belong and be with a group of friends that help you and push you and be around positive people and it'll all drive you in the right direction. We want to talk. We want to focus in a little bit on high intensity training because it's popular. And there's a lot of people will say, okay, you know, you got to get out, you got to get the beach bod. Mm-hmm. The guys want to get into those, you know, those those speedos for the summer, and the ladies want to get into the bikinis yes. and say, well, how am I going to do that? Hit training. Hit training, yeah. So, um, not just the fat. There's a genuine like benefits to this this form of training. So, there, it's, so there is actual reasons yes, to do it. Yes, hundred percent. So, um, it's it's. I think it was it was around 2014 when it became quite a, a modern latest latest thing on this fitness market, and then since then it's always been commonplace now within training within gyms within personal trainers implementing. You hear it all the time. Yeah, like. you do, and it's not just the uh, it's not I, it'll be here for a long term long term. So there's many benefits and there's many ways of implementing it. Benefits 
um, you short, you're working in shorter periods, so right. you can. So describe it. So when so someone's when if someone's contemplating this, yeah. many people might already be doing it and don't even realize they are. High intensity interval training. Okay. So it's about a lot um, shorter bursts of um, high intensity from. 80% heart rate up to 95% heart rate. So, I mean, so that's putting yourself right yes, out there. It's up, up there. And then that then uh, coincides with a recovery period, which is active or passive recovery. And it's just a case What's of... What's the difference? Um, active is keeping on the move, lower intensity, low jog, slight jog. Okay. Passive is just standing still. Right. So they're the two differences. Passive, Sounds passive, passive. Just it, it just speaks wrong to me. Yeah. Doing, well, it just it depends probably on your fitness level okay. and and where your heart rates are and the time it takes to reduce and whether you like to just keep moving or whether okay. you're a person that right, stands still. So probably depends on the fitness level and the the individual and right. their preferences. So high intensity, eighty to ninety five percent heart rate. You're looking and then into a recovery period of 40 to 50 percent heart rate. So you can wear a heart rate monitor for that, which links up to a watch. Are you a heart rate monitor guy? Are you big into the heart rate Um, monitors? I, not really, but if people are conscious of. You know, often you can just tell from your own breathing right. and your own. Just sit there and do, do the, do the, you the, know, the, hold the pulse. Yeah. yeah, 10 you, seconds. Yeah, I mean, even that you don't need to. I would say, you know, if you don't want to invest in heart rate monitors, you can just go. It doesn't, ha- it doesn't have to be exactly in that zone. It can just yeah. be high intensity, low intensity. Okay. And that's the basic ways, but they're the exact percentages yeah. that they say to reach in. Now, these intervals can be done from five seconds. Up to eight minutes. Huh? So these work periods, yeah. obviously the longer you work, the lower the intensity will be. Okay, okay, gotcha. For example. Um, this can be done in, there's a number of protocols, there's a number of ways it can be done. It can be done in 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. It can be done in um, 30 seconds on, one minute off, oh, you know, okay. and it depends on the fitness levels. So you said you're always coming back to that depends yeah. what, as you get involved in any of these things. So you're going to go to, into high intensity interval yeah, training. It, it, it's, it's, you, you can't just jump in right bespoke. at the top. You got to work your, it's, it's bespoke. Yeah. It, it, 100%. Everyone's different. And that, that's what the better trainers will do is consider that a sedentary person that's first through the door has never done anything to yeah. someone that's, um, a weekend warrior, as you described previously, yeah, you know, <laughs> but it's got an half decent fitness levels. Yeah. People, often these circuit type gyms will go in and go, right, we're doing 10 stations, full body circuit, 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Yeah. How are them two going to even compete? It's not, it's not, you know, right. it's not, it's not feasible. It's not, and that's why it's probably better to have a trainer because you, going into group circuits, it's very difficult to manage the two. Um, but then it's got to be the right trainer that knows how to progress things and, yeah. and move on from there. But, so you can have, so you have your work, high intensity periods, you have your low intensity periods. Now, the fitness levels, as I've been talking about, you could say, okay, so if it's a high intensity interval session for someone that's of a decent fitness level, let's go 30 seconds all out, 30 seconds off. Then if we want to increase that intensity, we might go 20 seconds recovery, 15 uh, seconds okay, recovery. So- They're doing three rounds of it. It could be eight to ten exercises, uh, two, three minutes recovery in between. And, gotcha. 
and then for someone that's of a new fitness level that's come into um is new to exercise they can still do the hit but it's just delivered in the right way so it could mm. be it might be a lower intensity so we're only hitting around 80 percent heart rate it's lower exertion um they get in they're working for 20 seconds they get a minute off Great, gotcha. They work for 20 seconds to get a minute off, yeah. you know, and, and we move between stations. Um, again, to make the intensity driven up a little bit, it can be, there's two different ways you can do this. You can do it, you can do cardio type exercises where you're on the rower and you might be doing rower for 20 seconds, have a minute off, 20 seconds. And ultimately it's about getting your heart rate to spike and then come back down. Okay. Go up, come back down. And that's why, that's why, the bigger recovery periods for the more, um, the less of, the, you f- the fitter you are, the quicker your heart rate comes down. Okay. That's the ultimate sign of fitness. And what, what do, what, where does this lead us to if we're doing high intensity interval training? Is this going to give us more stamina? Yes. Is this- so the, the benefits are increased, um, fitness levels, increased stamina, increased, um, um, cholesterol profile. Wow. Oh, okay. Insulin sensitivity. These are all things that are going to c- come into play. Um, and also it, it drives the metabolism as well. Mm. So what actually happens is when you're working, um, it's like an oxygen deficit afterwards and you're still breathing and your heart and lungs are still working post session and your metabolism's revved up. So post hit mm. session, you're still burning calories. So, so how, these are the how, benefits. How long do you have that after burn time? How long is it's probably gonna, well, it depends it on everyone, right? It's yeah. <laughs> it depends on your own individual metabolism, but it, yeah. it can, it can last up to hours. Really? Yeah, yeah, it can still, cause you kickstart that metabolism, you find it up, and then what you find is the more meta- more muscle you got, the higher, the faster your metabolism ah, works. Okay. So I, f- I think I mentioned that previously, and so more muscle, more metabolism, the quicker your metabolism, more weight loss. So it's harder for your metabolism right. to work. So that's why it's always good to implement strength training. And this can be done with, hit training can be done on cardio equipment, uh-huh. rowers, bikes, runners. 20 seconds on, one minute off. Again, you consider that person as that person cycling is easier than running. Mm-hmm. So you might say, okay, let's do cycling in the sense that you're seated, yeah. there's less pressure on the knees, cross trainers, da da da. Many benefits. You can do it in a shorter, condensed time in comparison to doing 50 minutes of moderate exercise. Mm-hmm. So, um, or they can do the other side of things, which is body weight exercises. But you they can get the strength included in this as well. And you so can still do jumping. high interval in, in, intensity yeah. training with with weights, okay? Yeah, with weights or with or body weights. Body weights, yeah. So okay. it's like push ups, um, sit ups, yes, push ups, chin ups, yes, all these type of things. Um, and then it's manipulating the timing depending on the fitness levels. A good example for a person new to the gym and wanting to try this hit stuff could be. They go in, they do three sessions a week. It could be one, they could have a high intensity or a low intensity on a Monday. Uh-huh. Wednesday's a low intensity. And then we have Friday, which is a high intensity again. And then they, all they would do is maybe 10 minutes of 10 to 20 minutes. And you just do on the rower one session could be the rower or the cross train or the bike and you do 20 seconds on one minute off and then you tailor that depending on how you feel in exertion levels mm, okay 20 seconds on one minute off this includes a little five minute warm-up a little yeah. five minute cool down and then by the end of it you've done 20 30 minutes so that's not bad so 20 that's all it takes yeah. 20 30 minutes yeah. three times a that's week and i i can probably start yeah. to see some results 100 percent
I want to go back right back up to the to the the, the press ups, the push ups. Yep. One of the big things I always notice with people is bad hand position. So not close mm. enough to shoulders. I mean, there's lots of different variations. Yeah, there's different variations. But I and notice sometimes people have their hands mm. really too wide. They've got them, you know, if you if yeah. you keep your push-ups and you keep your hands right around shoulder Yeah, just a bit wider than shoulders. But if you keep them sort of at the mm-hmm. shoulder positioning as opposed to sometimes people correct. do them, it's a totally different yeah, thing. Correct. Yes. And I, I find sometimes people just... Yeah, it just know. changes the biomechanics of the yeah. movements and the... The pressure on the shoulder joint or the chest yeah. um, recruitment of the muscle fibers, and the closer it is, the more you get your triceps involved, the wider it is. You're going to recruit the chest a bit more, but it's a, the joints further away, so then it's more difficult away from the body. So just a bit wider than the shoulders, mm. um, in line with the shoulders, roughly the hands are a bit wider, okay. and elbows go down to 90 degrees, and just making sure there's a straight line through the body from the heel right through to the head. So sometimes when I'm doing these yeah. things, if I haven't done them in a while, I just get, I get a shake on. Dro- yeah. And, the, and it, yeah, it's easy. The hips drop, and you're kind of like, oh, man, like, really? Yeah, that's it. The muscle just, they literally, they act in a mice, and these little fiber heads are joining and contracting. And as they contract, they make the muscle contract right. they're actually connecting on and then dropping off and connecting and dropping off and that's why we're shaking okay uh, as they move yeah from, there's nothing better though when you're when you start off and you know you give yourself up like three weeks and you're going through and doing these routines by the third week you kind of go man i've i've, I've developed some strength i yeah, can do yeah, more yeah. it's, it's more. great isn't it that's a really good it's measure really, because yeah you, you need to see the progress it's at subjective some point. measure that yeah. is, isn't it you know you yeah. can see that you're making progress yeah and um it, it's like it's been around for years. The king, isn't it? The yeah. king of the exercises, <laughs> the push up, the press up, the interchangeable term. But um, to make it harder, as I said, you put your feet higher. Oh yeah. And then to make it easier, you just do it from a, a higher um, angle, which is you know inclined. And mm. and I don't, the reason I, I don't like telling people to go to the knees because it doesn't get your core engaged. Okay. I'd rather them do it from an inclined position that's suitable to them to get more core engagement rather yeah. than bending the knees and dropping down. Okay. I hate seeing that happen. Yeah. So yeah, that's why I always recommend. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, you've got your push up, step ups, door frame rows, squats, dips. Dip. Baby, the king of the oh, exercise, man. just to give a little bit of a high intensity. But this, the good thing about this is it's working everything, chest, shoulders, lower body, back as you step, as you're jumping down to the floor. And also, um, it can be regressed and progressed. The progression can have a tuck jump at the top. The regression okay. is you break it down into stages. You step down into a squat. You put one hand on the floor. You put the other hand on the yeah. floor. You step your right leg back. You step your left leg back in a straight line in a plank position. Right. You bring your right leg in, your left leg in. You step up, hands off the ground, stand up, you go back down. Literally, regressions can be done for everything. I like that. Just delivered in the right manner. And, and knowing, and, you know, because people go, oh, babies, like, you know, and <laughs> yeah, they're, they're brilliant. But it's got, it, it would be very naive of me to go to someone who's like a beginner, do babies, do babies, do, just yeah. do it like everyone else. You need to, the best, the best, the better people, coaches will, will regress and progress and there needs to be level systems to exercises and mm. tiers. So they, you can challenge with the right stimulus for the right individual. So and you again can regress and not the level of fitness. My, my son had worked with a guy who was a, a total workaholic. 
I mean, not at work, but his job required him to be there obnoxious hours. So this guy ordered, and he said he'd come in, the guy's always wearing a black T-shirt and, you know, his jeans. He ordered all of his T-shirts on Amazon. He got them delivered in quantity, and he never washed them. He just wore them for, you know, whatever, three, four times, and then recycled it and pulled another one out of the drawer. Anyway, so he always had, all the clothes always looked the same. <laughs> Saved on washing. <laughs> and he started, and I mean, it's, it's not environmentally friendly yeah. to keep, but, but now there's people who recycle all that stuff. So, you know, you put it in wherever, except it needs to be washed, but he would just, you know, wear it and then, you know, get rid of it. People are weird, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, people are crazy, aren't they? Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, you're, you're speechless, yeah, right? It's yeah, like, yeah. really? It's your own machine. He must like, have just been like, maybe, was he living in the workplace? Or I something? don't know, I think so. Who knows? I, I, I knew a guy when I worked radio here, Bluebird, and he's on uh, 91.1 if you're in Dubai. Okay. Go and give it a Tagalog station. And this dude, Bluebird, would come in. So he did the morning shift on on the station. He would sleep in there overnight. Like I'd be leaving at eleven o'clock. He'd be arriving. Go Bluebird, where, you, you got a house? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I got to be here early, and the bus doesn't leave that early. So I sleep. Yeah. You know, he had a mattress. He had the whole bed. And I said, what? what do you mean you got? He's like, yeah, I just sleep over on the, the floor here. I was listening uh, to a podcast, and uh, it was talking about sleep and the importance of it, and having seven to nine hours. But apparently, yeah. if you stay in a different environment. Your brain is still in this. It's built into this oh. alert system. Yeah, yeah, okay. So your brain is still half awake in some ways. So you never really go into deep REM sleep, this recovery mode, because mm. you, your mind is half active because you're in strange environments and it's built into the system to be like ready to, you know, in case yeah, you yeah. get attacked. It's built in the system that you're half awake and ready. Interesting. So what, it would, what, it, what it meant was he would have been not sleeping properly awake. even though he probably feels felt might have felt it yeah yeah like um in himself that he was he was feeling okay but when it um if they were to really test him in his performance between shows and if they did like performance yeah. type tests that could identify from one to the other after he's had a proper sleep at home in comparison to sleeping in the in the um in the studio, yeah. he would have found that his performance levels would have been a lot lower. That's so when right. you go to hotels and you're staying in, um, you're staying at a friend's for you over for a week or whatever it may be, yeah. the mind is a funny thing. It doesn't allow you to go into that sleepless mm. recovery mode because you're always constantly in that environment. I guess it takes a bit of time before you adjust I guess to that's, the environment. I guess that's when people go on vacation, so it takes me a week to unwind. Yeah. Because well, your mind yeah. is just getting so used to the place. So funny enough, people say, I'm going to go away to get switched off and yeah. have a bit of time. But in other, other ways, you're not actually getting the restfulness and the sleep. You're restful because you're not actually getting your proper sleep. Interesting. So Why the stay best home? thing you might say is stay at home. Yeah. And take a week and then go away. I don't know. Or just stay, or just stay at home. I th- yeah, you know, just stay at home. More provoking, isn't it? It's it considerations, is. you know. <laughs> so uh, it's funny because sometimes you do, you think you slept, I slept eight hours, but I still feel like I don't feel, yeah. you know, myself. Um, and it often the case is that you, your mind, brain struggling to switch off, recover, get everything, you know, ready for the repair and ready for the next day because you're still in that wakefulness mode and it's, as a threat detective. Mm. What a, I love, I love the informal study that I constantly do about how much sleep do we actually need. Mm-hmm. And the test is, okay, don't set your alarm. 
go to bed at yeah. whatever time you do, you know, maybe it's a little o'clock, and then see what time you wake up at. What yeah. time do you actually, yeah. you know, sort of, yeah, you wake up and you go and have a, yeah. you know, go have a pee. And then if you come back to bed, when time are you actually going to sort of roll around mm-hmm. in bed and go, oh, I got to get up. And I find it just amazing because for me, it's about 738 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But during a work week, I'm up at five. Yeah. Well, on the weekend, I don't wake up till eight. Yeah. It's yeah. like, it's funny, isn't it? So then I think, then I start thinking of all the kids. I see school buses picking people up at six, six thirty, yeah. and I'm thinking, what time are they going to bed? We're setting up kids. We're setting up the teachers. We're setting up the staff. No one is in in fighting form mm-hmm. to go and learn, to go and be productive because everyone needs more sleep. Yeah. Well, that's if they. Go, well, first of all, they need to go to bed earlier. Then that's yeah. the case, isn't no it? No one's no. going to bed earlier. And no one's gonna. Who's going so to bed at nine o'clock? The argument, there's been tests and studies shown that um, where schools have started later in the day, the performance mm. of the kids have been better, and um, they they don't actually. Apparently, there's like two hours of sleep education into doctors' mm. um, learning and and development, um, so it's not a massive. Um, research by the doctors and by the people so it's never really given us a prescription and there's a guy uh, Matthew, oh, I forget his last name um, a very he's a scientist from the US, he's from the UK uh-huh. but he's a he's a scientist at uh, university in California there's a Cal- not not the University of California but it's a mm-hmm. university there and he, he says he's trying to now push for sleep to be as a prescription mm. in medication. So yeah. it's not just given the tablet. It's not given a melatonin, that yeah. tablet that creates the darkness and the recu- and puts you into that sleep mode. It's actually about finding out what time they go to bed. What time do you wake up? Can we think of interventions to help you before you go to bed? Can yeah. you get the longer recovery time? Because what you'll find is that's the pillar of everything. And if you get your recovery and your sleep right, then everything else, yeah, losing see. weight, movements, yeah. um, exercise, um, motivation will be, will, will drive through the roof. And I think like as well, a lot of, he was saying how like doctors would be a little bit reluctant at the minute because they're sort of like, it's going against everything that, that, that yeah, yeah. has been given and prescribed for years. And um, so he's a big push behind it. I forget his last name, Matthew. I, f- I might have Matthew Walker. I think I may have wrote it down. Matthew Walker mm-hmm. is his name. Okay. And, um, so a really good podcast. And, and that was on the Joe Rogan podcast. Okay. So he, it's a two-hour podcast on all sleep benefits. He talks about how it's got to be seven to nine hours a night. Otherwise, your body doesn't perform to the levels that it can do and should do. Neat. So, yeah, it's 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 a very interesting one. We're well worth a listen for everyone from all walks of life. So, I and I think this is when we talk about health and well-being and we talk about fitness. It's it's a long-term interrelated activity. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It's all from, linked in and from diet to your rest to your activity. It's all linked together. Mm. Something gets off the, you know, something gets out of the routine, it wrecks it. It does. <laughs> then we start wondering, why am I getting a sore back? Yeah. Well, and uh, it, people all, all say, oh, we don't need any, I don't need this amount of sleep. Either. Well, there's a reason why, well, it's the biggest, like, failure from Mother Nature if, if we don't need the sleep, because yeah. why would it be built into the system to be able to, yeah. for, for us to, to have it, you know? So it's obviously there for a reason. And all the, the studies and the, sci- uh, the science behind it backs seven to nine hours. And if not, 
then the performance levels are reduced from there. So, yeah. um, there's loads of things you could go on. I could go on about and talking about like helping with, um, you know, cells to kill cancers yeah. and fighting carcinogenics and there's all these kind of things. And, um, there's many a things spoken about in that podcast that, it's so thought provoking, and you, you, I, uh, it's one of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. Really, really. All right. Such Matthew Walker such on Joe informative, Rogan. and it's made me think I am never gonna sleep less than seven hours a night, one hundred percent. Because I, I, through college and um, through my personal training days and doing shift work, two ten, yeah. six two, I never got seven yeah. hours sleep. I had an eight-hour gap from one shift to the other, yeah. which was wrong in the first place because we got travel time to and from, yeah, yeah. and it shouldn't have been allowed to happen in the first place. But you get on with it, and you sort of don't. You like, oh, uh, you know, I'm strong enough to get through this, but it's counterintuitive because I'm the one who's shattered the next day. Yeah. These people as well, they're, they're saying like, um, when you go to a study, uh, say like there's a group. I don't know, in your university, for example, you said students in groups of four or five. Yeah. And often these people who are less, getting less sleep are the ones who will ride on the coattails of everyone else. Mm. They're less likely to be um, innovative, less likely to bring these ideas to the table. And then that links into business people because if these business guys that are doing four or five hours sleep a night because they're such hard workers, yeah. and, you know, they're, they're entrepreneurs, the pioneers of the next, you know, next technological advancement, these guys are like, if they're getting four or five hours of sleep, well, actually, you, you, you counteract them what you, you know, what you're trying to achieve because if you doubled your sleep, you'd probably find that you'd be a lot more um, productive in your time and there'd be mm. better ideas coming to the table. And Interesting. It so it's food for thought. Yeah. And it's definitely worth a listen. And um, it's definitely changed my mindset and how I've been. And I've often, as I said previously, been like very like, oh, I don't need that sleep. And I'll, yeah. I'm fine the next day. But then I think back to my patterns and, and everything. It starts really going together is, when you start it, thinking about it. Yeah, and I think... That. And why I'm, am I foggy? Why am I not feeling yeah. good? Why am I, why are my muscles all atrophied? Up, picked up little, like, I've been, like, picked up little colds here and there. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and I'm thinking, yeah, there's no coincidence. That was the time when this was a high pressure study time or there's lots of things and it, it starts thinking, and now I'm in a very, very good routine of sleeping. I get seven, seven and a half hours yeah, and day to day I am so much better and productive yeah. in my time. I get to the end of the day, eight, nine o'clock and I'm playing football and I've been on the go since half six and I've still got more energy than I previously yeah. have where, and it's, it, it's, it's a game changer. It's amazing. Sleep. Absolute game changer. Matthew Walker, Joe yes. Rogan, give it a listen. You're yes. going to like it. Well, there we go. Every time you hear this tune by archesaudio.com, you know, you're in for something awesome. And wasn't that an incredible Get Fit Light with Kev Fitzsimmons? Thank you very much for downloading. Thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time. You want to get in touch? Potaholics with a K at gmail.com, at the James Cast on the socials, at KFITS with a Z training, KFITS training, at Potaholics with a K. You want to drop me a line? Podholics with a K at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thinking. Question, queries, comments, fire them through. But you know what? Ultimately, thank you for taking the time to stream, to listen, to be involved, to be here. Talk to you again real soon. Have a good one. So long for now.